Hello and welcome to another episode of B-Town Real Property Talk with Lance De Silva. Lance, how are you today? Doing great. Happy to be here. So realtors often get kind of a bad rap as maybe sleazy salespeople who charge a lot of money and deliver very little value. So first, where do you think that impression comes from? First thing that comes to mind is for sellers, it's a hard pill to swallow that 5 to 6% of the proceeds of your house theoretically could go to a realtor. So if you're looking at a $500,000 home, that, that's twenty dollars to $30,000 that's going towards realtor commissions um, on both sides. And so I think that's tough because I feel like people think, who is this person kind of stealing from me? I think another thing that kind of comes to mind is realtors make it look easy. And when something seems easy and someone's getting, let's say, arguably a lot of money for an easy task, and I'm saying easy in quotes, then that I think can kind of come across as uh, scammy for folks. And so my hope is that in our conversation today, we can kind of unpack that a little bit. What's the number one thing that people assume about realtors that's just plain wrong? I'm going to ride this train a little bit, but like the good realtors are the ones that make it look easy. But I would argue that being a realtor it is not easy. And for every transaction that does come to fruition for a realtor in terms of them collecting a paycheck, there are at least half a dozen failed transactions. And so realtors put in so much time in their craft. And when a client sees a transaction come to closing, they're seeing success, but there is a lot of failure and a lot of heartache that sometimes comes with the other side of, of being a realtor. Pull back the curtain a little bit and give us some examples of the things that realtors do that might not be obvious to clients or that go unseen. So I think one great way to think about this is the, let's say, seller that wants to sell their home for sale by owner. So you see it all the time in Bloomington. You'll see uh, someone not wanting to use a realtor. They'll put a for sale by owner sign. Maybe they put, if they're tech savvy, maybe they'll put a put that listing on Zillow or maybe they'll put it on Facebook Marketplace or something like that to get some exposure. I think where people or sellers at least really start to realize the value that a realtor can bring to the home selling process is Scheduling showings. Scheduling showings is, excuse my language, a pain in the ass if you're a for sale by owner. Because think about it. If you don't have a realtor representing you and you're a seller, you're now the one that is fielding all the interest and all the calls from other buyers, from other realtors who want to see your home. And then, oh, by the way, then you've got to coordinate showing them the house. And so when you're working with a realtor in the Bloomington market, at least, we have systems in place that help our sellers schedule showing seamlessly. And so all a seller has to do is decide what's the window of time that they want their home to be shown. And then it's as simple as another realtor representing a buyer being able to schedule a showing. And what's cool about having two realtors work both sides of the transaction is that we're bound by a code of ethics. And I can say very confidently that I have some 
amazing colleagues in other realtors in this market. And not only within my firm, but at other firms, we all, we all get along. We all talk to each other all the time. And so it's seamless in terms of the home showing process. And then negotiating. It's hard to negotiate when you're selling it yourself without a realtor. When you're selling your home, you have an emotional connection to your home, right? And so when you're needing to negotiate and get the price that you are trying to get or whatever, when emotions kind of play into your negotiating, sometimes you're not always implementing strong negotiating skills. And so I think realtors relieve sellers of that burden of being able to negotiate. And actually realtors do that on the buyer side as well. So those are two big ones that come to mind. Now, you obviously are not a sleazy salesperson. What do you want people to know about how you run your business to help kind of dispel that myth? Yeah. So when you're selling a home and you're using a realtor, uh, depending on what price point you're in, that seller is going to pay a commission and that commission could range. It could be anywhere from maybe five to 7%. And I think the most important thing is to show my client, what are they getting for that commission? What's the value add? So we touched on a little bit on negotiating on your behalf. We touched on helping coordinate showings. Other things that we do is we market the hell out of your property so that your property is going to get put up on all the third-party sites that highlight listings. I mean, the main ones being realtor.com, Zillow, and there's a bunch of others. We also use social media to really help support getting exposure to the home. We get professional photography, photographs of the home to make your home look its best. We also do video tours of your home. So we're really skilled and we do everything in our power to ensure that your home gets the most exposure. We market it. We also do open houses. So an open house is a great way to invite the community to your home. We typically do those on Saturday or Sunday in the early afternoon. That's pretty common, at least in, in this market. And you get a lot of good foot traffic. A lot of times sellers will get under contract day of that they had an open house. So those are the big ones. And, and I think just also just having peace of mind that like, you know, that you can ask us a question anytime and that you've got someone in your corner advocating on your behalf. Now, Lance, there are a lot of realtors in Bloomington. What sets you apart? I think one thing that sets me apart is my construction background. So I do own a local construction company in town. And I think with that knowledge, I am really able to help my clients when we walk through a home, really help them understand the work that might be involved in making that home move and ready for them. Everyone's got different standards in kind of what they expect in a home as far as move and readiness and certain aesthetics that they would like. And so being able to understand the components, the ins and outs of, of a home really helps support my clients. That construction background also plays out during the inspection response phase when we're under contract. So if I'm representing a seller and we have a buyer on the other side that submits an inspection response, I, I'm really good at 
kind of unpacking what's being said in an inspection report that's provided by a third-party inspector, walking my clients through that, and, and being able to negotiate whatever side of the transaction that I'm working as it relates to an inspection response. So that's huge for my clients. I also think my counseling background. So I, I, I used to work as a school counselor. I've got a master's in counseling from IU. And I just think the skill set that I acquired through practicing as a school counselor, my, my ability to actively listen, my ability to really empathize with people and my clients, and just, just my overall ability to talk to people whether that be my client or the realtor on the other side, if you can go into a conversation with another realtor in a, how are we going to work together to problem solve mindset, as opposed to how am I going to be combative or advocate on behalf of my client, but in a detrimental way, I feel like there's a fine line when talking to the, uh, realtor on the other side, which by the way, are your colleagues. <laughs> and so I, I have found that like going in with an open mind and kind of the general mindset of uh, innocent till proven guilty kind of uh, mindset is, is a far better approach. And I, I think my counseling backgrounds really help solidify that for me. What's the most significant thing that you do for your clients? What has the greatest impact or adds the most value? One of the biggest things for me is is transparency. And I never want my clients to feel confused or feel like they can't ask a question because they don't understand or they don't know what question to ask. And so in being transparent and really breaking down the transaction in digestible bites for them, I create this relationship where my clients feel like they can come to me for anything, regardless of how silly the question may seem to them. Like if they've got a silly question, I want to be the first person they're calling. You know what I mean? Like I don't want them to feel like their question is silly. I, I want them to ask. And I, I really create that a space where I'm never talking over my clients and, and I'm really good at picking up on social cues. So I can tell fairly quickly when I get the glazed over look. And so tells me I need to go back to the go back to the drawing boards and really trying to explain to them what's happening. You do a lot more for your clients than just help them buy and sell homes. So how else do you help your clients? Realtors get paid when they close a transaction. As far as I'm concerned and my relationship with my clients, what I'm building and what I'm hoping to establish with the people that I work with is I want my clients to feel like they can utilize me prior to the transaction, obviously during the transaction, but also post transaction. And so really being a continued resource for them, whether they have an immediate home buying or selling need or not. And so what does that mean in terms of like practice and the services I can provide outside of home buying and home selling? I'm well-connected realtors, and, and I'm definitely in this category, know a ton of people in the community. We have tons of connections with other local businesses, with contractors. We can provide recommendations on a number of different things. And so if I can establish a relationship with my client where they think of me 
when they have a plumbing issue in their house and they can call me and they're like, Hey Lance, I'm having this plumbing issue. Any good plumbers? Actually, yes, I do know some good plumbers. So that's one way that I think that realtors can be helpful outside of the home buying and selling process. I also think it's important to note that like realtors are really plugged into their community. And so I would hope that people feel like they can give me a call whenever. It doesn't have to necessarily be about about real estate. And so, you know, I'll call clients all the time just to ask them and talk to them, what's up? How's the family? And so I think that's a, a big thing for me is helping my clients before, during, and after to create a lifelong relationship, friendship. I believe this in my heart. The people that I've helped over the last year, they're like family to me and they're a major part of my success, but also like I, I feel like I've established a relationship where they can call me and text me anytime. Now, you just mentioned that, like a lot of realtors, you're very plugged into the community. Say a little bit about how you're involved with the community outside of your work as a realtor. So I'm an active member of the local synagogue in town. I'm actually vice president, currently serving as vice president on the board, which, which is a joy and also a lot of work, but it makes me definitely connected to to my community in that way. And also my connection to the running community. So I'm plugged into the, the running community. I'm also plugged into the IU community through my wife, Liz. IU uh, brings so many different amenities and things to do in town. And so whether it be sports or the arts, very plugged into that community. And then the local school district, MCCSC. Having been a school counselor working in MCCSC, but now having a child who is a student through MCCSC, I'm very much so plugged into that community and that world. There's a lot that my family and and, and I are involved in. Okay, Lance. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks again for another great discussion. Thank you. That's it for this episode of B-Town Real Property Talk. To keep up with all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe to the show anywhere you get podcasts. B-Town Real Property Talk is brought to you by Da Silva Property Group, making real estate simple.